it's Luke and Matt here recording an episode of The Loop. We had to capture an ad hoc episode just to give you an update of something that happened this past weekend while we're playing golf. Matt, if you want to say hello real quick, just so everyone hears your voice. I'm here. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Wanted to get out in twilight for a short, quick round. The weather has, has turned here locally in Raleigh. Pollen is in the air, which means spring is right around the corner. We got lucky uh, after having quite a few weeks of wet weather to get a stretch of really warm temps, some sunshine. So we knew the golf courses were going to be packed around here this weekend. Thought it'd be fun to go out to Knights Play, which is a local par three course near us. They've got 27 holes, a huge driving range, and it's a great spot for both beginners and expert golfers alike who just want to have a fun time. No dress code, really affordable, and it's lit, you know, as the name alludes to in Night's Play. You can play golf till like midnight during the summertime. Decided Sunday night uh, after the players, it'd be fun to get a quick nine in while getting the wedge game dialed in. In terms of who we're playing with, Matt, do you want to give an intro on the group? Yeah, so um, Luke, thanks for putting it together. Uh, it was a couple of uh, former Lion Lofters. We have Maddie, who works for Golf Digest up in New York City, back in town, and Andy, who you might have heard his Golf Emmys podcast. Yeah, overall fun crowd. Yeah, we head out there. 5.45 to get there. Place is packed. Holy crap. And I hadn't played at Night's Play. It's probably been two or three years since I played with you last. We played in that fivesome. Um, which is a shame because I was thinking about it. I was like, this place is so money. Dial in your wedge game. You got tricky shots. It's lit up. So it's been more summer nights out there. Um, that's what I intend to do. Thanks for reintroducing it to my to my lineup yeah and uh right off the bat things got really weird second hole if you can picture this flag about 150 yards away into this green that slopes there's a lot of undulations on these greens out there matt steps up there swings second shot of the day at the end of you know the shot when it's hitting supposed to hit the ground we just hear this giant clank it was nuts. It's tracking through the hole, trying to follow. It's getting dark. The lights aren't on yet. I was like, okay, that looks pretty good. And then it, you, the ball disappears, and you hear blank, and then you don't see any spray or debris. <laughs> and so we all like kind of look at each other like, did that go in? That's incredible. <laughs> oh, I don't know. How are you not sprinting uh, up to just check that? I'm so nervous. How are you? I would be just dead sprinting right now. Matt it. just hit it on the stick and it hit something really hard. Walking up, the longest walk ever, and we all had to hit after Yeah, Matt I think went. I was the first or second to hit. So <laughs> I didn't want to like. Tough to follow up on. Well, I didn't want to like run up there and it not be in the hole and just look like a goober, but uh, so I waited for everybody to hit and we all walked up there together. So nervous. That could have been the perfect shot. I think it was. It's gotta be. <laughs> Just like, what are the odds? Just second shot of the day. Just pure. 150. 
<laughs> Matt, where's your ball? Uh, hopefully it's in the hole. Is it in there? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. How do you feel? God, I don't know. Sure enough, it's a beat up Callaway <laughs> in the hole. Dunked so. like a beer pong shot, just yeah. straight in the cup on the fly and stayed in. Yeah. Just doop. no, like. <laughs> No divot around the hole. I mean, it hit cleanly. It was most satisfying sound. It was so ever. satisfying. <laughs> there are like two sounds that are like imprinted in my brain. The first is when I snapped my shin playing soccer. It was like this loud crack. <laughs> and then that. So <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm like, there are two sounds like that one I'll never forget. Well, how does it feel looking back t within the past, you know, a day later looking back to know that you have, uh, I guess, what counts as your first hole in one? We'll call it that, even though you only played nine holes and it was a par three course. At the thought, whenever we were going out there, I was like, okay, if, if it's a par three course and you happen to get a hole in one, does it count? I mean, I don't know. We'll let the audience be the judge, but like, I freaking slam dunked one. I don't think I've ever slam dunked even like a chip shot from the fairway. So that in itself, I'm super jazzed up. And like, you can call it what it will, but 150, like it would have been cool if it was like, you know, 200 out with a five iron. But I don't know. I mean, slam dunking it. That's like the perfect swing. Not to say it <laughs> Maybe perfect not the perfect looking, swing, but the... <laughs> right, like all the elements come together in one to like create this harmony of a shot and you're like wow it left us all stunned it was yeah it was stunning it's one of those shots that you won't soon forget for sure and it's something that we just wanted to share with everybody yeah it was really cool i'm glad to have three other people there to witness it too like the we, people that i care about so we tried to run his bar tab up but it was not <laughs> successful there weren't many other people around to sling drinks to so oh yeah well, it's funny too. Like I offered the ranger a beer because after I had this hole in one, I had had the my phone out trying to watch the Hurricanes game. And let's give some background context yeah. uh, in terms of what's your reputation on a golf course, Matt? Oh, uh, losing things, head covers falling off, towels, misplacing things. And we're talking when we're talking about a reputation of losing things. It is guaranteed at once least around. once around. He will lose something at least once around. Misplaced. Let's just clarify. I tend to get things back. There are a few items that I have not gotten back, which I'll chalk it up to. Okay. Lesson learned. If you have a not lost really. and found in your golf course, there's like a 10% chance <laughs> Matt has something in that if he's played there. Yeah. It's sad, but it's true. Like, I don't know. I accept it now. And Luke has definitely helped me out picking things up, but. Anyways, I left my phone on the ground, and so I was like, oh, shoot, I want to text so-and-so and let him know I just this just happened. I was like, well, I can't because I don't have my phone. The next couple of holes were stressful. We were trying to get his phone back at this very busy golf course. So. <laughs> but yeah. it wouldn't be, a, like I said, a true round with Matt without having to find something that he left behind. And in this case, it was justified. He had a hole-in-one. I'm sure everyone would be pretty scrambled at that point. Any final words about what it feels like to now be in the hole-in-one club? Um, 
I hope everyone gets to experience that at some point. It's, it's fun. I mean, really lucky. Yeah, you have so many swings, right? I think it's like almost a game of numbers. Some people just hit their number a lot sooner than others. I've been playing golf for since I was 10 years old, probably. So 22 years, some odd years. A lot of swings. Pretty special. They do say when it rains, it pours. So maybe you should keep playing golf this week. See what happens. See if the floodgates open. That'd be nice. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to the loop where we give a little behind the scenes on what's been going on. And congratulations to Matt on his first hole in one. Thanks, y'all.